Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today I have a very special guest. This is one of those uh, Rustburg shows that I'm doing. Um, and uh, everybody knows that with these Rustburg shows, they're my living legend shows. Um, I find somebody that uh, personifies what Rustburg is about, you know, be it them, their family. And um, I had Mr. Jeff Doss with me. Mr. Jeff Doss comes from a great family. His mother, his brother, everyone around is involved in Rustburg somehow. But Jeff, Jeff, we call him Sushi. Jeff is by far the Chuck, Chuck Norris of Rustburg, probably of Central Virginia, actually. So, so Jeff, please, please introduce yourself and let my audience know who you are and tell them about everything about you, the world titles and everything that's going on with you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thanks, buddy, for uh, good seeing you again, and thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, so I'm Jeff Doss. I am 36 years old, and I've lived in Rustburg almost all my life. And I had started martial arts when I was four years old. And so, again, 32 years of being in the martial arts. Uh, I own Grand Slam Martial Arts. I have a full-time martial arts school. I also own Grand Slam Dance now in, in the area. So we have a dance school and a martial arts school oh, wow. in Westburg for people. Because, again, you know, when we were growing up, there was no places like that in our area. Not at uh, all. Do that. And so I've been open for 12 years now. And... Uh, almost 13 and that's been the the focus is just bringing something that is high level to Rustburg and that's that's the thing that that we want is it's not just you know oh just another place over here and, and whatever it's like no like you can no matter where you're from you can be a champion you can be you know whatever you want to be um, I just remember growing up oh you're from Rustburg you can't do that or you know, or, or the other end, it would be, whoa, you do that and you're from Rustburg? I'm like, well, yeah, but it's like, it's, we all have these opportunities. Let's just get out there and do it. So, so yeah, so I've been excited to do that. It's been my main thing for a while is running the martial arts school and doing other things and uh, traveling. I've been traveling, geez, I started competing probably when I was five. Um, and I really started doing national tournaments from the age of nine all the way to now i'm still competing i actually just won a tournament in new york uh i found out today like a virtual tournament uh for some of my forms and stuff so i still try to stay active uh but yeah i've won 23 world titles in sport karate um Ooh, 23 yeah. titles that's amazing yeah. yeah so so i've been i've done that and i've also taught let's see within our school we've had probably over like over 25, maybe more than that, um, as far as titles that we've won, like our school has the different students. Oh, so, I mean, oh. I had like one, one student that one year won like seven world titles in one year. So, oh, so yeah, so it, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, it sounds different, you know, when you hear that with, with our sport, there's different styles and there's different divisions and things. So it, you know, you could win, you know, 14, 15 world titles in one year, if you go and compete in that, that many divisions and win every one and you know, no one's ever done that before, but people have gotten close. You know, like for me, when I was uh, graduating high school, that weekend after there was a tournament in North Carolina uh, at Carowinds and I competed in like 23 different divisions Whoa. and, and I won like 15 first places and I ended up winning a motorcycle. Oh my so, Lord. Yeah, so it's just fine. The way that martial arts, you know, the opportunities uh, it's given me, 
have been great. Um, you know, not only for me to be that person that um, was trying to find my place, you know, like where I fit in. And, you know, so I would travel all over the place and, you know, I'd, and people would be like, where do you go? You know, like <laughs> what, what's going on where Jeff's gone again. And, you know, I'd miss 20 to 30 days of school a year uh, traveling to tournaments all over. Um, but, you know, the martial arts is, it's always just helped me as far as, you know, being, you know, I'm only five, five and 130 something pounds. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, you know, short trying to figure out what, what, where I fit in. And it's been a great thing for me, uh, as far as building confidence and not just confidence in myself to just feel okay, but like confidence to teach other people, to reach other people. And that's the biggest thing that we really push at Grand Slam Martial Arts is um, just the confidence and that belief in yourself and doing great things, you know? So. Okay, so let's go back a little bit. Let's go back in yep. time. I know, we're kind of all over the place. Yeah, we're, we'll go all over the place. That's fine. That's what a podcast is for. Yes, sir. Um, childhood. Go back to your childhood. What right. was the first time that, like, that you just got amped and you were so pumped to be doing martial arts? Like, what, what, like, pumped you up to do martial arts? And what was, like, that wow moment for you that you knew that you had made it? Like, you, yeah, um, self-esteem booster. That's a hard one. Yeah, I mean, I as far as for that moment, I'll go before and what kind of got me into it. So, you know this, but a lot of other people may not. I'm a huge wrestling fan. I'm a huge yes. pro wrestling fan. So, um, my favorite wrestler was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Okay. And he would come to the to the ring with a martial arts uniform and a gi on. And I was like, okay, either I'm going to do wrestling or I'm going to do karate. And we just kind of went to karate first. Um, funny later on, you know, in high school, and I ended up doing wrestling. Yep. And it's just, it's helped me a bunch with uh, my martial arts and my school. And we hopefully when things get somewhere where we can move forward next year, we'll get our wrestling team back at Grand Slam. So okay. we started a wrestling program as well last year. Um, and yeah, 2019. So that was kind of what got me in there. You know, of course there's other things like the Ninja Turtles and, and stuff like that. But there was also a kid that was, uh, in the newspaper and his name is Seneca Luther and he was from Lynchburg, Virginia and seeing him in like a local paper traveling and, and winning tournaments was something where I was like, okay, so this is something I could do. and We can find someone to do that, you know, here. So um, those are all the things that kind of led me to it. As far as the first, I don't know. I, I just, I don't remember a time that I haven't loved martial arts that I haven't loved karate. Um, it, it's crazy. I mean, I think about that every day. It's, Sometimes it's bad because it's, it's just become so much of my life, but it's, uh, it's my passion, you know? And um, for me, that made me feel like, okay, you got this was when I, I think when I finally like achieved my black belt and okay. I was young, um, I started at four, uh, you know, I got my black belt at nine years old, um, still it was five years as I was in martial arts. So that's about the, the right time frame. But the thing is, it's like, I went to a tournament that day. And then I went and did my black belt test. <laughs> so, and the black belt test was from 7 p.m. till 6 a.m. And Whoa. so straight through after I already competed all day and, and traveled and back and forth. And it was just, it's just what I was doing. Like I went to the cry school every day. Um, I was there for probably three hours every time. And so I, I probably more than that. 
but uh, you know, I while I was in between in between classes, I would do my homework or whatever, and then go back and, and train again. And it was like that for a long time until I uh, was no longer part of a, a karate school. I had kind of went on my own. Okay. But, so yeah, I mean, that was kind of for me. It was that all right? You know, you did it. Um, now let's go and accomplish those big goals. You know, and for me, those goals were being a national champion. Um, so and then eventually a world champion. You know, at that time it wasn't really there wasn't really we didn't know too much about world titles. It was just you know, the big circuit was in America and that's what we focused on. So, and then it kind of moved on and on from there. So. And as it progressed, it got bigger and bigger. Right. Right. So now today, um, let's talk about this real fast. If you don't care. Yeah. Someone that aspires that wants to get into martial arts, how do they get in contact with you? How do they get to your school? Cause your school is the premier school in central Virginia. Right. I said that you don't have to say that. <laughs> I, I'm going to put it right there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so let's see, there's many ways. So Grand Slam Martial Arts, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and you can find us that way. You can also find a website, uh, grandslamfit.com. All three of those ways are great ways. Um, I'm really big, you know, on Facebook and Instagram, on social media. We, we put out there all the different things we do, how our classes go, highlight different students. And um I'm pretty good about getting back to everybody uh, real fast. So, um, so that's one way there. Uh, you can also reach me on my, if you're interested in more like private lessons or things like that, you reach me on my personal um, Instagram, which is uh, Sushi Grand Slam. And then uh, also, or just Jeff Doss on, on Facebook. So. so okay. Yeah. Cause the thing with the podcast, I always like to interject that in towards the middle because we have people that like to click through the podcast yeah, they find yeah. certain spots they want to listen to so we'll plug it a few times um yeah. so uh, i'll tell you the thing um i'm the type of person that uh i just uh kind of I, I watch people you know because that's kind of what i do to find out different things for my podcast right let me tell you the amazing thing about you so um you know i'm traveling wherever i am i was in uh greensboro north carolina a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and um with my job i deal with tons of people tons of them so, you know, I'm scrolling through Instagram and, and I'm not so much a Facebook guy because Facebook's whatever. Right. I treat right. it like Walmart. I treat Instagram like Target. You know, not everybody's going to go there, but you're going to get a lot more out of Instagram. So when you're scrolling, you're, you're seeing um, these children, these adults, you're seeing all these people um, doing uh, martial arts. And I'm not going to say karate. I want to say martial arts. Yeah. Be proper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's on your page. You have instruction. You're doing... One thing that I like, uh, you and another person that I, I had a guest uh, today, y'all both are social media influencers. You don't know this, but you are. Um, certain type of um, things dealing with determination, um, setting goals, doing these things. You even do a question on your right. Instagram story. And you have to understand, um, me being a fan of a fan and a fan of, of another fan, I watch right. everybody's. The first 15 people on my story, when I post something, I go across and you're one of the first 15 people I see every day, or if it isn't every day, it's pretty much every day, I want to assume. And how do you, how do you feel about being a social media influencer inside of what you do right now? Because it it has to make you feel um, a certain type of way. Do you feel that there's like a, um, a certain way you have to carry yourself or are are you just the same old Jeff, no matter what you're doing? Yeah, no, I just think it's just getting, who I am out to other people. You know what I mean? I think that's all it is. I mean, it's not really 
changing anything really um, because the same stuff that I say on Instagram, the stuff I say in class, the stuff that I say when I'm talking to people or meeting someone, um, you know, and if I'm not doing that, then I need to call myself on it and, and do it, you know, spread that out more. You know, I think really being genuine and not being afraid to uh, just be vulnerable. You know, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, uh, I do a, a, pod, a morning, a morning question It's called morning questions. And I do a podcast. It's real short. And I do like five minute kind of takes, you know, of just the question for the day. And that's just, I think all of us need to ask ourselves certain questions each day, right? We all have yes. that and we have to dig deeper and find those answers because the worst thing I hear all the time with, especially dealing with kids is I don't know. Right. But you right. do know, because it's the answers in there. You just got to ask yourself the right questions. And, uh, and so I do that and, and I'm real, like, I'll, if I have something going on, I'll just be like, all right, uh, I'm feeling bad about this right now. Maybe I need to get better at this. I'm realizing that how can you relate, you know, and start, you know, we get comments and things. Sometimes I do it on Facebook live. Sometimes I do it on Instagram live. Um, it just depends on where I'm at. And sometimes I'll be driving and I'll just put it on and I'll use anchor and just go and do that right there just to make it fast. Um, but I, because I think sometimes we forget, like when you feel something or you feel like you need to share something, like you need to get that out immediately, I think, um, because we forget it or, and our mind changes and we go into something else and we're all so busy. So um, I think just getting out there and, and the more that I can help someone, the better. Um, I think, you know, all of us can inspire other people. Okay, and, so let's let's spin this real quick. You said something about a podcast, so I'm missing right. something here. Um, right. So you got a little, you got a podcast going on Anchor. Right. So I have two podcasts actually. Okay. Um, so I do just a podcast called Morning Questions with Jeff Doss, and that's on all the different platforms as well. Um, and and it's a uh, you know kind of like a five minute kind of motivational thing where we kind of talk about those questions of the day. Uh, I've been doing that probably for two years now. Okay. So I do that, and um, now for over a year, I have a podcast called Inside Scoop. And is a martial arts podcast that my friend and I, um, a friend Alex Dingman, he's from Chicago. We do this uh, show. We're part of the Martial Arts Inner Network, which is a network of martial arts podcasts. Okay. And so, and so we we do different ones of that. And sometimes I help with a uh, with another one as well. So, and we talk about all kinds of things within the martial arts, um, within just life, other things going on. Um, I have been involved not only in martial arts for long, but competing for so long. And I remember a lot. So, uh, you know, they kind of call me Jeffopedia. So, <laughs> uh, so we, we, we talk about different issues that's going, that are going on and things that how the past kind of relates to now and what we can learn from it and things. So, uh, it's a lot of fun. All right. So audience, I'm really impressed with this. Jeff has multiple podcasts. He's multimedia mogul here, basically. <laughs> so, 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 um, we have to uh, paint a scenery yes. for our audience. You know, growing up in Rustburg, uh, if I'm familiar, you're back behind. You were back behind the high school, Bear Creek, somewhere down that way. I was down close to Bear Creek. It was Red House Road. Yeah. Red House Road. Okay, so so paint a picture further than the high school. So even further out, yeah. Yeah, you could have went to William Campbell or something, right? Right, right, right. So paint a picture of what Rustburg is for the audience, because the way that I, I 
tell people that I just say that there's what three, two, three stoplights, two. Yeah, it's it's maybe four now, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it is. Man, it's a it's a not a town, it's a village, right? And that's what it is. It's yes. that's what it's called. And so, um, where for me, where I lived, I lived in kind of like five acres of land. Is an old farmhouse from like 1903 or something like oh, that. Oh wow! <laughs> and so, you know, right across the street was the big red mill, which was used to be this you know big warehouse and uh, plant for years that they, uh, you know, I'm not even sure what they made, but they. Uh, you know, that was always across the street and it was just, oh, you're across from the Red Mill. So when you live in old towns, like everyone has like a marker, you know what I mean? And it's always the yeah. most random marker, you know, it's like, oh, you're, you're across from the, the old mill. Okay. Or you're across from, you know, where Jack's place used to be, or you're yeah. across from, you know, Long Mountain or, you know, and it's just those, and no one else would know what you're talking about unless you're in Rustburg, you know? Right. And so, it, it, and like I always yeah. tell people, you know, Rustburg in its own, it's, uh, it's weird. You know, we come from, we're a double A AA school, but we all come from vast areas. Like you have Concord and like where I grew up, I grew up on Candler Mountain, which right. they consider that, uh, I don't even know what they, they call it, it's Rustburg, but it's, yeah. it, I consider yeah. uh, uh, suburbia Lynchburg, you right. know. It is. Yeah, right. And it is, it's, it's weird just the way that it is. I mean, it's, it's kind of all over the place, the way, you know, they kind of go in and out um, and, and really like, if you go to Rustford Middle School, you're also actually from Concord or Evington, um, Rustburg. You know, it takes from three different schools, elementary schools, for yeah. the middle school and the high school. So, you know, some people have a Lynchburg address. Some people have Concord. So, yeah, I mean, just in where I'm at, like, you know, with my business, I have people from, like, many different cities just around here, you know, different, you know. And, you know, nowadays, it's so funny just – when you have to run like credit cards now, I have to ask for zip codes now, right? Yeah. And so that's like the hardest thing because it used to just be, all right, everyone's, you know, it's the same from one. From Rustburg, yeah. yeah. Are you no, from Lynchburg? Everybody's in different ones. And so, you never know if you're going to get yeah. that guy from Appomattox or that guy from right. wherever. <laughs> right. And we're, we're being the premier school in Central Virginia. Once again, I plug that. Um, <laughs> you. you know, 434 is big. Yeah, yeah. It and is. then you may even have some 540 because Bedford's right around the corner in Forest yep. area. Yep. Branches I have over. people from Bedford that come here as well. So it's, Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, so that's... I mean, yeah, I mean, I have people from North Carolina, from Richmond that still either travel here once or twice a week um, or they come on the weekends for private lessons. I've had people from all over. Um, so some of that comes from competing. Some of that comes from... Uh, just, you know, word of mouth from them knowing or seeing, you know, seeing me, um, you know, and, and now it's kind of the, the thing of how to reach more people. And, you know, virtually I've done a lot, you know, doing zoom classes with people from yes. all over doing seminars uh, through zoom. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's usually once a year, I would travel to Mexico to do seminars. Oh man. Um, I haven't done that, you know, of course in a while, but um I'm still doing seminars with some of them through zoom. So, so there's, there's always just, you know, no matter what, like people just don't understand how small like the town is. They don't believe me when I say we only have 1400 people in our town, you know, yeah. like, and they're like, no, yeah. cause everyone just thinks, Oh yeah, I'm from a small town. There's, you know, we only have 50,000 people. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not even no. yeah, like, 1400. Like 
how have you stayed alive? Like, how has your school lasted for this long? That was always the thing. And um, that, that I, I remember when I opened it, it was like, oh, that's not going to work in Rustburg. That's not going to work in Rustburg. When I opened my high school and it was just always just, I'd be like, yeah, it is. Don't you worry. Like people need this, you know, um, because, you know, and we, we, we've had this talk about, you know, what's essential, what's not. But at the same time, for me, I know that's more than kicks and punches. I know that it's more right. than just uh, extracurricular activity. You know, it's, it's a way of life that helps inspire people to help uh, children with mental health. Uh, there's so many children I've had that have no father figures. And so myself and my staff have been that male influencer in life. Uh, some have just been where they need friends or, you know, like I've had some that would, when they came on the floor, like they would just be like, hunched like up, this, you yeah. know, and, and, and then they're, you know, a month later volunteering to speak up in class or lead stretches in class or do something like that, which they have never would have never done before. You know, um, it's more than, than just, you know, even the art it's, it's about that, that confidence and that personal growth and that, uh, that inspiration that, you know, I always say like, everybody's a leader because you have to lead yourself to do something great. Right. You got to lead yourself yes. first before you can lead other others. So, um, that's what it is. I like, I want to great leaders. And, and even if you just lead yourself to get out of bed each morning and do something productive, you are a leader, you're leading somebody. So. And, and I say like the great thing there, like I hear in everything you're saying, it's a self-esteem booster. Like you are building people up. like, how, how does that make you feel that? I mean, like I said, I've already done the influential part, but we're going to yes. go a little deeper. We're going to do some 2020 here. Remember that TV show? That's right. Diane yep. Sawyer <laughs> and Barbara Walters. We're not going to do John Stossel because he did a little funny part. But here's yeah. a hard hitting question here. Like, how does it make you feel as a person to know that you you are the guiding light to someone not doing something bad, somebody doing right. something great with their life? Like, how does that make you feel? It, it's great. Um, for me, it's like it's what I'm I feel like I'm I'm called to do here. You know, I really believe that uh, that this is my calling. Um, you know, everyone has different things that they feel they need to do. Uh, for me, this, this is it, you know, and I know that, um, as much as I influence them and, and, and boost them, it does that to me too. Like it boosts me to be even better at what I'm doing. Uh, so that way I can continue to help that person, but also help someone else, you know, in the process, you know, maybe not only that boost their confidence, but boost their confidence enough to do the same thing for somebody else. Right. So that's what's exciting to me about it and uh i mean it's just fun it's it's fun to to do it um and it's not just again like it's not just the martial arts there's so much in it and you know i've over these past three four years i've really focused more on just being more than just a martial artist or or like someone that teaches kicks and punches you know like how can i personally grow myself better um you know in a lot of different ways and learning new things and stuff and <laughs> And, you know, getting with different coaches and mentors to uh, help me do that. Because, again, I mean, I love Rustbird, but there's not always a lot of that. You know, there's not always that person that you can go to that at least will understand what you're doing, you know, so. Okay. But, now, yeah. now, let me ask you this. Let's get this. This is the big old cat out the bag. Now, you're a teacher. Yes. There's somebody else that's, that's under, that's a younger brother to you. Right. His name is yeah. Cord. Yes. Both of you two teach people and guide people. 
Yeah. Do y'all ever just have a little personal conference like meeting at, at the former Tasty Freeze or something? Right. And, you know, compare how y'all are helping people and what you so, can feed off each other. Right, right. So uh, when, when we have the time to, to sit down, yeah, we do. Uh, we're both so busy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's funny how uh, it's all kind of worked its way out. Um, you know, he is heavily involved in the ministry now uh, yes. at Simple Lake United Methodist Church. Um, and he kind of went a lot of different roads. You know, he he was working for me when I opened the school. And from that, you know, we were putting on tournaments and national tournaments. And he learned how to be a graphic designer from working here. And then he ended up making his own business and doing that. And then getting hired by a big engineering company as their graphic designer for and their marketing person for their company. Um, and then he left that and went full time into uh you know, he does so many things at, at the church yeah, now. So it's much. Great. So it's not just running, you know, leading worship or things like that. He does that. He he leads the life groups. And he also, um, let's see, I, he's, I think he's even running the um, the giving program area and all, like the, the um, tithes and everything. But he also does the uh, electronics as well. Like, so. Oh, man. He, so yeah, he's so busy. He's, he's definitely. Yeah. Into it. So. Yeah, I mean, that's something him and I need to more. Uh, we do when, when we had the opportunity to talk about, you know, how we can keep growing and, and things like that. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. He's my younger brother. Everyone always thinks I'm the youngest, but, but yeah. So. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, and I say this about your brother. Uh, he's a spitting image of your mama. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Definitely. Up and down. Attitude and everything. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. No, how do your parents feel about all this? Um. So th- yeah, I mean, they, they're they're going to be involved no matter what. They they have helped so much as far as all of the schools that I've had or been a part of. They've helped with whatever it takes to get them up and going, and will always be the first people that I could ask for help. You know. So um, and and just things that whatever, you know, like my dad, whatever, if I need some, something done here at the school, he'll be first here, come and help me out. So they're, they're proud. They're excited. You know, even when it's like, Hey, I'm doing a, um, you know, I have a tournament or something, you know, they will, um, they'll make sure that I, um, I will, they'll be right there. You know what I mean? So, like they're going to watch it online, you know, like if there's a live stream or something going on, they're going to be the first ones on there and, and, and everything. So it's, uh, they're always my supporters, no matter what. And they're still excited, you know, for what I do, you know, so. Glad to hear that. Cause that, it's awesome to have two parents involved like that. Pillars of the community. Like, I mean, right. You know, y'all right. fortify Rustburg. Um, Cause like I said, you know, um, and I'm very uh, explicit when I say this and it's no disrespect to anybody between what you're doing and nothing else. Right. You're Rustburg. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> we have affiliated sports with high schools and clubs and stuff like that, but with what you're doing is just amazing. So um, let's get into to the Diane Sawyer questions now. Okay, all right. Now, when was the time that you got injured? Like, when did you get injured? There's been a point somewhere in your career you got injured. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Hold on one second. Oh, so you, you went, have... back in, went back in the, in the vault. Yeah, let me think. I um, I have man. So probably my biggest injury was like I've had ankle problems since I've been a kid. 
uh, I found out later on what it was. I actually, my ankle ankles kind of similar to my shoulders would sublux and go in and out of joint. And so that's that how you're would, all flexible. <laughs> somewhat. Yeah. So, uh, except, you know, I, I'd stretch probably three times a day at least. So, um, that helps as well. But, um, I, I had a real bad injury like a month before I was going to the world championships. Oh man. And, and so I, I mean, I cracked it bad and, and, uh, tore ligaments and everything and just stayed off of it. Um, and then I was going to like on the plane it with crutches on and then, you know, first steps or whatever was me competing. And I was, this was a, I had won so many other world titles, different organizations, but this is one that I really wanted to win. And so, um, I had been trying to win this organization's title for like nine years or 11 oh, years. Man. And some of the other ones I had won and, you know, only taken me a year or two to win. And so <laughs> I, I ended up winning, but I ended up having to do like tons of different divisions and things. And, uh, but I, I probably shouldn't have, you know, then I was out again for another <laughs> two months, you know, just to rest it. But yeah, so that was, was a real hard one for me. I've had some, I really haven't been that bad though, as far as that, like my ankles, I've had some issues, just, you know, just little things. Wear and tear, yes. Yeah, you know, um, and, but no, like I've pulled some knee, you know, like MCL and, and uh, I think on both knees, just pulled, like pulled it or, you know, but nothing too bad. Nothing so, major? Yeah, so I mean, I, I've done pretty good, you know, my biggest thing is probably just breaking my nose like Ooh. 10 times, you know, that kind of thing, so. But that comes but, with the territory, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now let's go into the, this is the last deep question, question, and then we'll go back out. All right. Today, mm -hmm. Grand Slam martial arts. Okay. Someone yeah. walks in the door. What would be the first program they're going to see going on today? So today when people come in, uh, Let's see. We, I've been here. So I've been here all, all day. So uh, this morning I had uh, what we call the baby ninja class. So that all is tell us about 18, that. 18 month to three year old class and the moms or grandparents or whoever that takes and does the class with them. And, and uh, so that's a fun 30 minute class that we do to get that child used to listening, used to jumping, used to controlling, doing some kicks, doing some punches uh, doing obstacle courses, uh, lots of fun things like that. And it's fun, but it is exhausting. It's probably my hardest class that I teach. Uh, and even with the help in there, but, um, so we do that. Uh, and then today we also have, uh, little dragons, which is three to five-year-olds. Okay. And, and so that is kind of that next step. And then our six and up classes, which is, you know, the kids and adults. And most time it's like families doing it together. Okay. So, um, and then, you know, People that come in, I may be doing a private lesson. I may be doing different things like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's we we do a lot of different things um, for that. You know, right now with, with COVID going on, it's changed a lot of what we can and can't do. Yes, um, not really allowed to do much sparring um, right now. Um, you know, the grappling part is a little kind of you know like I would love to be doing more of that, but you know, I I don't want to put if the customers aren't comfortable with it, then I'm not going to force the issue, you know? Um, and, and I understand that. So there, there's just, you know, we're just kind of working with it and, and seeing, seeing how it goes. Um, you know, we have everybody 10 feet apart from each other. Uh, you know, I mean, that's more than the mandate. 
Right. So, I mean, it's, it's uh, definitely blessings that I was able to move to a bigger facility. Um, it was, it was scary at first because I'm like, Oh man, I just got this new big facility, you know, rents higher, everything like that. Now I can't have it. But then when we came in, I was able to put more people in and safely. So that's, you know, that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting. Just the things that we do, you know, we have kids that, that either compete, learn different, how to do weapons, um, learn different styles of martial arts. Um, also learn how to teach other kids things. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and, and I mean, I love doing it and I hope that I can, you know, do this forever and, and, or, or influence someone else to take it over. If, if I decide to do something else, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I have some things I, I'd love to start doing more public speaking and, and, and different motivational. Like yes. Yes. And, uh, and trying to work on things about that, you know, and, and how to do that and, and get out to the community more, um, you know, the elementary schools and things. Last year, I was actually a resource teacher. Uh, oh man! At, Con- at Concord Elementary, they brought me in to teach martial art, the things that I do in our martial arts classes, to help them build confidence and discipline and focus. And so I did that for the year with COVID and everything going on. Um, I just wasn't able to make it work. There was just too much going on to try. To, I had to focus with my school first, right. and then that way I could get that program back up and running again. So my goal is to get that program in all of the schools in the future, uh, in our area. Uh, so that way there is just other, there's just a different type of teaching that I think needs to be in schools, uh, for that confidence and for that belief in themselves and things. So, um, that was kind of, that was what we were, we were doing. Uh, it was called kick, which stood for, uh, knowledge, integrity, confidence, and kindness. Okay. I like that that acronym right there. That that works out right there. So, What's going on in the future with you? Like we're going into December. Let's just right. Thanksgiving's on its way. So December's right. rolling in. Yes, what December. does December and January look like for you? So we have, a, well, I thought we were having a lot of parades, but uh, a couple <laughs> have been canceled. We, I think there's still one right now. So we're going to do the Appomattox parade. We got, we got things like that to get out there. Um, you know, doing, uh, we have several different specials, uh, online sales and things like that. You know, we got, camps come on we do every friday we do a camp because the kids are out of school here and on friday that's their day they're out of school um so we do a camp every friday um where the kids come they can do their work if they have school work and then we work on different teaching them different types of martial arts games all kinds of fun stuff like that so we're continuing that and let's see i mean just you know just continuing to grow you know that's my thing is just to, to keep growing the school uh, and growing um, the individuals that are a part of it, you know, um, and same thing with the, the dance program as well. We have a dance school now, and we're hoping to be able to get our, we put our a big show called The Grandest Show okay. uh, around um, May or, or June. And it's like, instead of just a dance recital, it's, it's martial arts and dance. And that way you got to get a little, you have a little bit from everybody, you know. Uh, so you have some of the dancers get to do their recitals. And every class that we have martial arts does a different demonstration. We do breaking. We have some of our students that do other things like playing piano and drums. Oh, wow. and we, we feature them as well. So that way we just show that our students do more than just, just, just karate or martial arts, you know? Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of things. We also have pound fit and hip hop step at our karate school. Um, and 
you know, I do a lot of personal training with kickboxing and things. So we do a little bit of everything. I, I'm busy. <laughs> I can tell you are. And I'm glad that you uh, were able to make time for me. Sure. Um, and Jeff, uh, cool thing is like uh, everything you said there, I mean, it, it makes it like with the uh, show you told me about, that sounds like Grand Marshal variety show. Right. Yeah, it, it is, man. It, it's a, it's, I want to be more than just, you know, and, and the first year we did it, we almost sold out the Rustburg like theater. So we had, oh, man. yeah. So we had 550 our first year that we did uh, in it. So I'm excited to get back. Hopefully we can start putting more people in there again. Um, and we'll see how it goes. So let's get into this dance studio real quick. How did this yeah. get started and what made you want to get into dance? So, it kind of the same thing. I've had people ask about it, you know, uh, it was the same type of thing with martial arts. There, there was no place for me to go as a kid in our area. And the same thing with dance. And we were like, all right, well, had several people ask about it. And we, we kind of just went for it and, and worked on making it happen, you know? So, you know, we've had it for, this is the third year now. Uh, Jennifer Swearingen, she is a teacher at Rustburg Elementary School. Okay. And she uh, is our dance teacher and she runs the program there. And so it's been uh, pretty exciting as far as that goes uh, with that. And we just keep growing each and every year. So, um, you know, they, and they, she, they teach everything, hip hop, jazz, uh, tap, uh, contemporary, all the other stuff, adults. So, so yeah, so it's cool. So you can learn everything. You can learn everything from hip hop to dirty dancing. Right. That's right. Okay. I like, I like that. All right, Jeff, there comes a part of my show. Okay. That I have to ask you a question and you have to give my audience the answer. Okay. What is a hidden talent or a okay. secret that no one knows about you? Jeez. I get everybody with this one. Yeah, this is a tough one. So let me give you a little bit of spiel to go on with this. There's a rapper in New York City. He's like a mediocre rapper. He's doing pretty good numbers up there. Yep. Um, he can do an Arribus Cube in 40 seconds. He can just take it apart and I'm like, what type of brain function is it? I want that so right. that I can make a million dollars with that. Right. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely can't do that. that, that Me either. Like, yeah, I'm not even fixing it. I'm taking the stickers off and making it new. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I had a student that would walk around, I guess, about four years ago. That was a big thing. And they got big again. And all the kids were moving them and everything, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, man, let, let me think. So I have a good memory. I, I know so much. I probably know more pro wrestling history than I know martial arts history, which is funny. So that's one thing that, you know. Okay. I'm probably, probably going to have a, a wrestling podcast soon. As hey, well, listen, you need to come on mine because I'm the biggest uh, wrestling fan in Rustburg. Oh, professional no, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you might be up there. I'll give you yeah, that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to have to have to talk about that. Um, yeah, we'll definitely have to do so, it because I'll, I'll tell you when I would love to do a podcast with you about. And this is a side note. And I'm going to keep this in here anyway. Yeah. What's your favorite title? What what title? Oh, you mean like oh, like world title from uh or world or, title or, or title anything. from yeah. Uh, the one that always pops out to me is probably the '80s like NWA television title from like magnum ca time around that time probably the one dusty uh dusty had um, okay and and arn anderson had it as well so All right, now i'll tell you this i am and everybody uh, around me jokes about it but i am a intercontinental champion right. 
uh, God. That is my title. Yeah, you that's know? Your yeah. And you like the which one? The one from the mid '90s? I like the mid '90s, but I like yeah. it as a whole as being the crowning mid card title. I think if yeah, yeah. any company that, that that that's my title there. Like I can go right. on for days about it. I can tell you who shouldn't have had it and who's right. transition in paper champion. So we'll definitely have to do right. that one day. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I, I like. So as far as with that title, I was talking about the way it appeared, but my, I'm that way with the U.S. title. Like. Okay. Thing, but yeah, because I. I I love the Crockett days and the Mid-Atlantic area and everything like that and, and going into WCW. So. And, and, you know, when we do this, I have another buddy, uh, Kendall Brown. Do you remember him? Yes, yes. Kendall, when we were growing up, we were such big pro wrestling fans. And I'm sorry that we're doing this in your podcast real quick. <laughs> but um, we would, I would tape, like, either he would watch Raw or watch Nitro. Yeah. One of right. us would tape it and bring it to school the next day. Yeah. That's how heavy we were into it. And everybody was. It's it's pretty cool. It's it's exciting. It's, it's some fun, you know. And that's what I tell everyone. It's like, well, how does that and karate go together? Like, it's fun. Like, it's it's great. And and that's something I've kind of gotten known for in the sport martial arts world is adding that kind of bravado, element, you know, that rawness to it, you know, which is where I get my nickname from. Is uh, I you know, sushi course we didn't have a sushi restaurant we still don't in rustburg no. and at the time when i was growing there was only like one in lynchburg so everywhere i went and traveled the friday before i would go get sushi that would be like my my you know pre-tournament ritual go get sushi wherever i was at and that's just kind of became like my nickname right but then so that's also, what everybody got, calls you yeah then i got a little bit more raw and crazier and and just real intense um you know and i mean i finished uh, a lot of my forms when we do uh, demonstrations. I finished it with a with the elbow drop, you know. Uh, you know, I I I, I crack like a, a plastic water bottle over my head before I walk into the ring. So it's just the whole thing of getting everyone to watch you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, the so showmanship. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's no matter what, everyone's like, oh man, what's going on with this guy? He's nuts. So. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. Yeah. So so Jeff, um, once again, can you plug everything for everyone? <laughs> how they can reach you, where they can. Find out about Grand Martial. I mean, Grand Slam Martial Arts. Grand Slam Martial Arts. Yes, yeah. sir. So, uh, so yes. So again, uh, Jeff Doss on Facebook, Sushi Grand Slam um, on Instagram, and then for the business, it's Grand Slam Martial Arts on Facebook, uh, GS Martial Arts uh, on on Grand Sl on Instagram. Sorry, and uh, GrandSlamFit.com is the website. And you have information about the dance school, the karate, the fitness classes, all the stuff that we do. So, so yeah. And also you have podcasts. Yes, I have podcasts too. So you have so much. Uh, so I have morning questions and you can get that on anywhere, Apple, Spotify, any of that. It's called morning questions. With Are you on iHeartRadio yet? Yes, I am on that as well. Yes. Oh, good. Good, and, good. Uh, and then we have Inside Scoop with Alex and Jeff. And that is the same thing all over the place there. Uh, we actually do it live on Facebook oh. on Wednesday nights. And then it comes out Thursday morning uh, in the podcast version. So so we okay. uh, actually it's live on Facebook and YouTube. So and you can check out the YouTube channel is Martial Arts Internetwork. So, OK, yep. so you got yeah. a lot going on there. And Jeff, yeah. I want to thank you so much for being a guest on West Virginia Commonplace. Um, one thing we like to do at the end of the show, you need to give a shout out. Because there's somebody that helped you when you were three years old to decide that you were going to do karate. Right, so right. get in there and let sure. everybody know who I all you need it. to give a shout out to. So um, I got to get to to my instructors that really inspired me. So Lawrence Arthur uh, from 
Lynchburg, Virginia, and Johnny Watkins from Wilkesboro, uh, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Those guys were my, were my instructors, are my instructors, still inspire me and mentor me today and are some of my, like, people I look up to, but also that became, like, friends, too, you know? So okay. uh, definitely them, too. And, uh, again, my family, my girlfriend, Shelly Culver, and, uh, and all of my students. So Okay. And once again, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. Um, hopefully in the future, we can have you back on. Definitely, yes, we'll have to do a, a wrestling podcast maybe around Christmas time if you're free. Because you I've go. got like seven different topics to debate and all kinds of other stuff all right, going all on. Right. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate awesome, it. Man.